Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, folks. Now, I hope everybody's having just as a phenomenal time as I am. You know, I love I love getting up every morning, going out, looking for things. Today I was on Facebook on the, on the iPad. You know, the only frustrating thing with the iPad is because it's not Flash uh, compatible. You never know when people are popping up, talking to you. And I know people must think I'm just rude as all get out. And that's not the case. Usually when I get home, I see, oh, my gosh, all these people have been saying stuff. So uh, forgive me if I don't respond as fast as you think I should because I just don't know that you're chatting with me. But one thing that I do know is that as I looked through Facebook today and as I looked out over the harbor and saw people sitting there, it made me realize if we live in the present, if we're conscious of what's going on around us, and we focus on the people that are there, how can we benefit, how can we serve, what can we do to help them, that we will see a difference, that we will see things that are going on. And that just made me feel good. I was able to chat with some guys, talk with some guys. As I was reading through things, I saw what was going on in Libya. You don't know the, half the truth over there. Are they winning or are they losing? But you at least know that people are saying enough is enough. We want our independence. We want our freedom. You know, we are so blessed right here. Even today, Obama's administration, which I'm not the fondest of, I'd admit that, you know, decided to give some illegal aliens some reprieve. And although I'm not, we're not going to use this hour to, to get into the, the, the philosophical or the political debate, I did think of what those people must be feeling right now, the fact that they're able to stay in the United States just a little longer, if not forever. Man, if I was out outside the country, I would probably beg, borrow, and steal to live here myself. You know, and although it doesn't change the rules, and I believe that rules and laws are there to to bring stability, not chaos, I do understand that we live in the greatest country at the greatest time in history. It doesn't matter what's going on around us, we're alive. And that's what's important. We were put here on this earth for a purpose. Which brings me to chapter 5, LinkedIn. You say, Troy, what the heck does what that, that monologue have to do with LinkedIn? It has to do with Mike. I wouldn't have met Mike if I was living 10 years ago, 100 years ago, 200 years ago. I met Mike through technology. And through that technology, we find out we have so much in common. That just blew my mind. And, and as I'm studying and reading through this, I thought, man, we didn't even meet in one of the four major social media networking sites. But yet, because we're, we're both into social media, a mutual friend said, man, you got to check this dude out. You two need to connect. A friend that I met 10 years ago offline, and I've been supporting him and his teams in direct selling for a decade. I thought, man, this is just kick-butt cool. And this chapter today, Chapter 5, LinkedIn, is very important. Now, listen, I don't know diddly squat about the, about about LinkedIn. I mean, I've learned so much just through this chapter. I've got to go in. I've got to fix my profile. I've got to change some stuff. You know, I thought, man, this is just this is great for me because I'm learning some stuff. And and I'm gonna I'm not gonna be able to go through everything in the chapter. I mean, you know how how Mike is. This this boy doesn't know how to write fluff. You know, so he 
he just puts it in here. And I always love the fact that he doesn't he doesn't even start off his chapters like the average normal everyday person would. Let me give you a brief history of LinkedIn. You don't get that to the back part of the chapter. He gets right into nuts and bolts, and I and I love his first sentence. Business has always been about connections. And I thought, man, isn't that the truth? How many social clubs do you see out there all focused on business? You know, I thought, man. He goes on, he says, people reach out to uh, to one another, present ideas, discuss possibilities, and then there's the link, the proverbial handshake that connects everything and a lot of times seals the deal. I thought, man, this is this is so true. But see, today that might happen at a Starbucks restaurant. Might happen in an airport as two guys are, are passing each other as they finish up a deal. Might happen in LinkedIn. The twenty first century has changed. I mean I mean let's put it in perspective for a second. People meet online. Their insecurities and their fears keep them from going out and trying to date people in person until after they get to know them a little bit. And in some cases, the marriages seem to be lasting. It's kind of weird. Not into the virtual dating scene. I like touchy-feely. That's why I married my wife. But it works. Well, guess what? That is working in business, too. But now listen for a second. Mike writes something here. He says, the the innovative nature of LinkedIn is that it allows professionals to connect with one another through relationships they have with people they already know. Now, here's the fun part about I, I'm C, I've got CEOs of major corporations in direct selling that have linked to me on LinkedIn that are not linked to me on Facebook whatsoever. When I started looking last night and this morning, I, I thought, wow, man, this is interesting. I have more CEOs over here connected with me and different ones than what connected with me on Facebook. Now, I'm going to start trending something out because this caused me to, to write down in my business journal, okay, then it looks like these CEOs may be looking for a little different business model, a little different growth than what some of the people on Facebook are with and I wrote myself a question. Does that mean they're disconnected from their field force? I don't have that answer, and that's not a, a positive or a negative. I'm, I just want to trend it out. I want to find out. So let's get started. What can you do today? What can I do to make this happen? Number one, you've got to create your profile. Now, I found out something through Mike's chapter, and I'll, I'll, somewhere it's in here, but I want to get it while it's fresh in my mind. Once you have created your personal profile, then you can create a company page. So all you CEOs... You can get your staff in there once you've created your profile, once they've created all their profiles. Now you create a company page, and I thought that was great. If you're a network distributor, don't go create a company page for your company. If you're a team, if you're like my friend Garrett McGrath who, who has a Team in Spirit, create a team page. I think, that's, I think that's, that, that's professional. I think that's what should be done. Let people see who and what you are. I think it's very powerful to do this. Now, let's get back to the, the point at hand, creating your po profile. Mike makes it very clear in here. You don't do the same thing on here as you do on Facebook, okay? You're not going to put up pictures of your wife in a bikini. We talked about this yesterday. 
This is professional. Now, what what I did realize is that I use the same picture almost on all my social profiles, and on LinkedIn I have to change that. I, I'm probably going to go to one of my pictures where I'm actually in a suit because li- li- listening to what listening, you can tell I'm a I'm an audio and visual person, but reading what Mike wrote on here. I feel that I need to upgrade that a little bit. I need to be more professional. So I'm going to go look at it. He also said something else in here. He said one of the, the, the big selling points, I guess that would be the word I want to use on here, one of the big hooks, let's do it that way, is the little four- to five-word phrase. Now everybody knows that in life I just believe life is an epic adventure. But I also have another phrase that I live by. Trust is earned, never given. Respect is earned, never given. I, I interchange those words. On our brand-new website, the Network Marketing Advocates, that's coming out September 1st, the tagline is, trust is earned, never given, because that's going to be a, a big focal point of that whole organization. Well, I got to thinking about that in here, and after reading through here, made another note in my business journal need to create a page for the advocates. You know, because this is so important. This is what the the three degree of separation is about. And the way Mike explains it is so much better. You know, guys, I know you all think because you've written the comments that, Troy, you're great. We appreciate the radio show and all that. But I do not do justice to the books that we review. You have to go... And you have to buy the book, and you have to implement the strategies. I even strongly suggest that in some cases, if you're a CEO, you hire the people like like Mike to come in and really do some consulting with you on a social side. A couple of years ago, I thought, man, I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to become a, a social marketing expert only in the analytics stage. And I very quickly realized, you know what, that's not my – I love it. I love reading and studying it, but it's not something I want to go do. I want to help people connect. I want to, I want to be that person. And and what LinkedIn shows me that I can do is I can put together the philosophy of, of Tim Sanders, the chief visionary officer over at, at Yahoo, who says love is the killer app, who wrote the likability factor, because I believe that's that's what we're talking about here. You can actually help people connect and move it forward. And that's the power behind all of this. Matter of fact, Mike and I have, have because of our connection, I connected with with another young lady who's a model, Rachel, and she just sent my two daughters some beautiful books, autographed, and made their whole day because she cared. Just one little thing. That's what that's what this three degree of separation is all about. That's how you connect and build friends and, and build all kinds of stuff. Now, Mike says something in here. He says you should also use the about section of your profile to not only list who you are, but what you're looking to aspire to. He goes on, he says, this is a great place to list your business goals, your hopes, and your dreams. The idea behind it is that other professionals will see this in your profile, and if they can help you along with those goals, they may be able to offer you their assistance. And this was big. I'm sitting here thinking, man, I never, first of all, I'm embarrassed almost, not really, I don't get embarrassed very often, but I haven't used LinkedIn. I mean, I've got thousands i think connections now but i don't i've not used it not to its fullest potential i'm seeing that and i i do things over there that i don't do like you can see what books i'm reading and stuff like that but i thought man this is so powerful so important 
on where we're going to build that professional image. One of the things that I'm a true believer in is the majority of networkers don't run their business. Well, they don't even think of it as a business. I'm just going to try this. Uh, it just cost me a couple hundred bucks, no big deal. Or, or sadly, today, people are going after these $10 crap that, that is nothing but a scam, a pyramid based on legal definition. If you want to change your life in order to transform it permanently, then you have to do things correctly. And one of them is running your your, your home-based business. It's not called a home-based scam. It's not called a home-based pyramid. It's not called a home-based thing. Not called a home-based hobby. That's different. It's a home-based business. Then run it as a business. Don't get caught up in the in the proverbial crap about how you're going to make millions in ten months. Okay, run it as a legitimate business. Get yourself some business books. Apply what Mike is saying here. If you if you set up your profile correctly, then you can start to create your network. And as you create your network, as you make connections with people, you don't turn around and spam the dickens out of them. Nobody cares about your business. Not yet. They want to learn about who you are. Now, this is something that that is important here. Mike says this. He says, the process of figuring out who it is appropriate for you to connect with can be a tricky process. The system of third-generation connections is often used as a status symbol to show your prestige. If you're able to look at a profile of the CEO of a powerful company, that means that you're connected to them by three or fewer generations. That carries with it a certain amount of clout, and the, most, and the more important your connections, the more important you theoretically become on the site. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. I set up my LinkedIn profile many years ago. And just just like at Facebook and YouTube and all that, I have never gone out of my way to connect with people. Now, I know that I said it yesterday, but I want to say it again. I am so ultra-conservative. I live such a an egotistical life in my early years that I have gone out of my way not to do that in social media, maybe to the extreme, way beyond what the average person does. But I feel that if I put out value, people will connect, and it has happened that way. And I say that because I I was in on the creation of of email autoresponders. I saw what they could do. I saw the the power of spamming. I now work in 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 combating cyber terrorism and all that crap and the the viruses and spam. I understand the 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 craziness, so I never wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to be a solution. But if you will go out of your way to connect with just a couple of people, or if you put out really good content, or you go like Mike writes here and you start looking at the questions and you start answering some of the questions and show that you have value to add to other people and that you're an expert, an authority in what you're talking about, you will start having people connect with you. See, that's how your network should be used. Now, we are, in this case here, I'm talking to a lot of direct sellers, a lot of networkers. You don't use LinkedIn 
as a, as a target practice. If you're going to go over there, be very professional. I would suggest that you never talk about recruiting people. Don't pretend you're some headhunter for a major corporation and I'm looking for just the right... Don't do that crap. Matter of fact, what I, here's what I would suggest. This isn't in Mike's book, but he spurred on some of my creative thinking as I read through the LinkedIn chapter specifically. I would look around at some of the questions that are there. Look around at some of the people that are responding. Think about what your product or your service is. And connect with people that are in those industries or profession. Maybe there's there maybe maybe you have a product. Most most people listening probably are in a a health and nutrition company. So maybe you have a product that is that that has had some some scientific case studies done and is sh- and is shown to help folks with diabetes or or folks with uh uh I don't know one of those big old long words then go look for that and write about different things that you don't tell you, hey, I got the best product in the world. Don't do that. Look at their questions. Give them an answer. Don't even talk about your product. And eventually they're going to come look at your profile. They're going to see about your product. Then they're going to ask you questions. Now you know it's okay to talk to them. It's not You're not using that, what Mike talked about early in the book, interruption advertising. Instead, you're using social marketing. People are coming to you to ask you questions. Now, listen to what Mike writes here on this page. This is page 101. He says, you can also build your reputation by connecting different people that you know with one another and similar to personally introducing a couple that gets married down the road. Now, this is a true state. This is what Tim Sanders talks about. Introduce people that you know can help each other. I do this all the time. When somebody comes to me and says, Troy, I have a distributorship for sale. If it's a good company, I introduce them to one of my business partners. And I say, look, here's here's the individual who's my strategic partner that handles all the brokering of, of selling distributorships. And we will go out of our way to find a match for you. And that, And that's what he does. I don't do that myself. Look, I don't do everything. There's no way I can do that. What I do is match people together. I've done that every company that we have reviewed over the last two years. After we do a review, somebody calls and says, Troy, I need a leader. Are you in that company? No, I'm not in that company. But I tell you what, are you focused on recruiting or are you focused on product sales? I have leaders that focus on both. So you tell me what you're looking for. And then we match them up with the right person. See, this is what social media is about. I have a friend of a CEO. I mean, I have a friend. I have a friend who is a CEO of a great company, and I'm I'm working. I'm going to be seeing him in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be trying to get Mike in front of him. I know Mike's already sent a book to him. I believe Mike could be a benefit to them in a huge way. See, to me, it's about connections. I'm one of those old-fashioned guys who believes that you help enough people that come back to you in a financial reward, let alone a, a spiritual, emotional, physical. I just believe that. And, it, and it's proven. It doesn't mean that I'm rich. It doesn't mean that I don't need to make money. You guys know that. We all got to make money. But it means I have a lot of friends. Matter of fact, I'm going to segue for a second. I'm, I'm in one of the largest or one of the most, uh, it isn't the largest, 
That was the wrong word to use. I'm going to be writing a series. It'll be the most controversial series I've ever written in direct selling. The emotions on this subject is running very high on both, both sides. I have entered into a community as a guest that really despises direct selling, despises certain people in direct selling. And when I saw the emotion that was was being conveyed through this, I realized that these people are not just dull, negative, disillusioned crybabies. These people are emotionally and in some cases financially hurt by this situation. And the animosity in the beginning towards me as an outsider was hateful. I mean, it was downright nasty, you know, and I thought, man, this is crazy. But as I started to earn trust, they started to open up a little bit. Some of the other people that are involved that are on the other side of the issue have reached out to me and they also understand that I may step on their toes, but that my ultimate goal, because of social media, this is where this comes into, because I have built a reputation and have walked that path, I have earned the trust of both sides of this issue. LinkedIn specifically is a B2B social network. If you go in there and you do anything but walk your walk, if you pretend that you're going to be business-oriented and then you act like a an amateur little school kid trying to, to sell their lemonade juice, the baseball cart, I'm telling you, you're not going to make it. You're going to be ostracized and you're going to be alienated. You have to act like you want people to treat you. Mike writes a very profound sentence. That's why I'm bringing this up this way. He says, B2B is built on relationships between people rather than mass marketing, and that is where LinkedIn shines. What was direct selling built on? People-to-people relationships. It's what we call a B2C, or should be a B2C. Sadly, people don't see it that way. People gripe and moan about Amway, but you know what? One of the things that I have always remembered about my one-on-one meetings in Amway, not the opportunity meetings, but my one-on-one meetings with people. It was always about the product. It was never about the opportunity first. Now, I know the big conventions and the big all that. I understand that. I just happen to be with people and organizations that love the products. That's the difference. So you have to focus on that. Now, I mentioned company pages, and I'm not going to go into detail on the company pages. I don't think it's relevant for this call. I just think that if you're a CEO, you need to do that. If you're a team owner, you need to do that. If you're a distributor, you don't want to build a a, a business page for your company. You might want to do something for your own self on some, on some branding, but not the other. Now, Mike gets into the brief history of, of LinkedIn, and I do think this is important. If you're wanting to build an international business, just like on Facebook, LinkedIn is the way to go. Over half the people on LinkedIn are from other countries. Matter of fact, they're from over 200 countries and territories. That's a pretty pretty daggum big thing. Over 50 million people. This was based on, on March numbers. When you look at that, you realize, man, I can build internationally. 
Now, I want to talk about the growing importance of LinkedIn based on what Mike wrote. Listen to this. LinkedIn helps to maintain connections with contacts and colleagues. This is where it's strictly a business. This is where you can stay focused on the topics at hand. It helps you to communicate easily and work together with your partners, colleagues, and other professional people. Number two, connecting with different experts and developing ideas. You want to brainstorm something? You know, one of the things that I need right now, and I'm, I'm going I'm to use, I think, LinkedIn for this since I don't know anybody personally. Of all the people, you'd think I'd know somebody in this, and I don't. But I need, a, I need a, two things. I need a company logo, and I need a seal of approval, or I need a coat of arms or something that's going to make us stand out as the advocates, and, and one of them I want to where people can go put it on their website that are a member, hey, I'm a member of the Advocates. That's that's what I want. I think it's a great idea. Richard Brooke gave it to me, and I'm working on it. So I'm going to be trying to use LinkedIn to try to find that. See, this is what connecting is about. You want to keep your account fresh. Now, here's what some of the things he says. He says, to earn trust, it is very important that you fill out your profile completely. And keep it up to date. That's another thing. You know, I hate going over on the Facebook, and somebody says, I'm with Effusion. It's like, okay, Fusion went out of business, dude. Like, get a life. I mean, it's crazy. People don't update anything, okay? Uh, You can provide your blog entries and Twitter accounts. I do that a lot. A lot of my LinkedIn, I get some automatic content over there that comes in from other places. I think that's good. It gives people an idea of what I'm looking at, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, what I have to say, my radio shows, et cetera. You got to go over there. And and to make this work right, you don't just want to friend. Man, I can't say this enough. I don't care what profile it is. Don't just friend everybody. Well, that might be. I, I might I might go back on that if it's on YouTube because you can you know it helps spread the viral effect of your video or something. We'll we'll see what Mike has to say about that because I haven't done that, but maybe that's something you do. But at least on LinkedIn and Facebook, don't 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 do that. Be very selective. I mean, crying out loud, if you're single, you don't just go out and date anybody that walks in front of you. Well, at least you better not. You catch some disease you can't get rid of. Okay, you got to be cautious. You got to be careful. You want to. You want. Your, my mama used to say this. Used to piss me off, and she'd she'd say, "You know what? If you act like if you hang around with them, you're going to end up acting like them. They're not going to act like you." And I, I thought, you know what? My friends are cool. You know, they smoke, they drink, they wear jackets, and you know. Well, she was right. Half the time I'd get in trouble is because of who I was hanging with. It wasn't because I did anything. Well, it's the same thing rings true here. You're going to be known by the people that you associate with. Matter of fact, let me tell you a little story real quick. I know I'm I'm on a segue. My wife the other day divorced me on Facebook. Not on LinkedIn, but on Facebook. It's 1 o'clock. She's finishing writing. She says, hey, you've got a booty call on the front page of your Facebook site. I said, okay, that's great. I'll get it to it in the morning. I'm asleep. And it's from some social adult website, and some friend had connected me through one of their people, and I'll never do that again. That was, you know, we all make mistakes. So she divorces. She just clicked. I'm done. I get up the next day. I see what she's talking about. I'm wide awake now. I'm not asleep. I get rid of it, defriend the people, and then I realized I'm not married. I said, honey, what did you do? She goes, look, if you're going to have that crap up there, I don't want it affecting my career. All right, fine. Next time I'll wake up in the middle of the night. So what did we do? We went over. We reconnected as husband and wife. And you want to know it's hilarious. Half of our friends that did not know us, okay, we're just connected on Facebook. 
started saying, oh, congratulations, way to go, you guys are awesome. I finally had to write and say, we've got six kids, three adult ones, three grandbabies we're raising. We've been together since we were 16 years old, been married since we were 22. It was hilarious, but it, she proved a point, which is what Mike's proven. Be selective. I let somebody through based on a connection. Don't do that. Look and make sure it's relevant what it is you're trying to do. This is big. You don't want to just use LinkedIn. You want to use all four. In conclusion, here's what Mike says. LinkedIn is all about connecting professionals with one another and with relevant businesses. It can be used to form partnerships, networks, and members of your industry, discriminate or disseminate information about your dealings, and find qualified new employees. In this way, it is becoming a powerful tool for all businesses that are serious about making an impact in the social media world. It's big. I'm telling you, you need to go to Mike's website, M-A-G-O-L-N-I-C-K.com. Get there and get the book. Tomorrow, Chapter 6, Twitter. Is it tweeting or twitting? What is it? You, you, you want to find it out? We're going to be on it tomorrow. Live life like it's an epic adventure. I'll see you at the top. Be back with us tomorrow right here on RealMentorsRadio.com. Bye now.